Here's a fun fact of the day. Scotland has 421 words for snow. <laughs> Why? Why? Like some examples, sneasel means to, means to uh, start raining or snowing. Fiefel is to swirl. Sneasel is light snow. Okay, I'm just gonna go. Out what here. are the other hundred words? I'm just gonna say what I think everyone else is thinking in this room. That first one. Just sounds like a different dirty word for sex. Sneasel. I'm right, a sneasel. You. I'm a sneasel. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you're liking my sneasels? <laughs> Here's another interesting one. Hmm. Samsung tests phones like they test their durability with a butt-shaped robot. Wait, what? What? Because they say that people stash their phones usually in their back pockets all yeah. the time, so they create a robot that's shaped like a butt that even wears jeans. To sit on their phones, so they can make sure they can take the pressure. Do they not have like test subjects that they could just be like, "Hey, sit on this"? Like, don't they have people assembling their phones at like every single factory? Armadillo shells are bulletproof. They're in for reals. Yep. I want to not believe that so much. Dukes of Hazard, right? Was hospitalized when Dukes a bullet shot at an armadillo yeah, and yeah. the yeah. and hit him in the jaw. That's fucking intense. Why would you shoot an armadillo though? That's pretty fucked, man. I mean, like, I mean if you point blank to it with a shotgun, I mean, dude, it, that thing would be a destroyer. <laughs> and uh, here's a here's a cool one. The longest English word is one hundred and eighty nine thousand eight hundred and nineteen letters long. What? Why? I hate English. It's probably some like doctor shit. It's probably like on the um, chemical. What's no the element table of like. You know, the dihydromonoxide Dude, shit. Like, I remember having to do that shit in school. I, I was things. weirdly good at it because I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to learn how to make bombs, Loki. Dude, Ronnie my buddy's doing that from work. It is medically recognized as a mental condition. Really? Yes. Considered a culturally bound syndrome. I can't see. I'm playing a small A person running amok in Malaysia commits a sudden frenzied mass attack, then begins to brood. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to What the What. We got a lot of you here today. Um, it's kind of scary. So, to my left, we got Mason again. Hello. Uh, today, he brought his friend, his little big-ass friend, uh, Calvin. <laughs> what do they feed kids these days? It's like, when I was a kid, Boy, you can you tell that I was a kid. Food. This right. kid looks like oh, a yeah. 20, maybe I bet you eat, like, two steaks. At a time. Like, no, I can't do that. That's a lot. Bitch, you could eat my whole leg. Right on. <laughs> but no, this dude is. How tall are you? I'm 6'1, 6'2. What? How much do you weigh? 250. You're 14 goddamn pounds. 250 to 275. Let's see. I haven't checked it He's 14 years old. And he's this. So don't mention anything we've done tonight. Because of his age. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good. Dude, today <laughs> I'm just thinking about that logically and how the male body stops growth around like the you know, twenty three, I think. Slow the fuck down, cuz. <laughs> I wanna Damn. see an x ray of your back. Just to see if the spinal curve is like is a fucking boomerang. Yeah, it's probably fucked right now. <laughs> it's 
This shit hurts. <laughs> we also have Luis again. How's it going? The most reoccurring guest because <laughs> you low-key kind of live here at this point. <laughs> or you're basically in the process of living here. What, what, what's that, dude? <laughs> uh, so yeah. Recently on Snapchat, I was actually given about four or five questions of just like topics that we could talk about and everything. Yesterday, we did family versus family you choose because we're all just like... <laughs> Either your home life sucks or you have no friends. <laughs> and if it both happens, you I there's literally no help for you in the in the in the nicest way possible. There's no help. So today what we're gonna be talking about is tattoos and music. Because those two go together really well. Yeah. And scarily well. <laughs> <laughs> like so eggs and bacon. Yeah, one's carbs and well, fat, and the can, other one is like fat. Like animal Like woods and nails. Like West Virginia like and sisters. Like Clint Eastwood and sexual tension. Do you get sexual tension from Clint Eastwood movies? Man, honestly, sometimes. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. What I'm not fuck? even gay, it's just like... That glare? Yeah, when he's just about to whoop some booty... You ever, you ever just, you ever just like whip your dick out and (laughs) no, I don't, I don't, I don't whip it out and you know, Woody the woodpecker it if you, you know what I mean. Would say. (laughs) I imagine that's what your girl feels like when she sees you get rowdy in public, you know, with a guy who's asking for some, you know, fisticuffs. Oh, why did I do this? I'm like, I'm a little taken back. (laughs) It's like Clint Eastwood. It's like you don't even have any sex scenes, but like, you need them. I'm like, no, that's a man. <laughs> that's a man. Oh, dead. Good one. Uh, but yeah, so kind of how we start this off is easiest way possible. Anytime anybody, you see somebody on the street and they see your ink, show them. And in this case, tell them what you got and why. So easiest person to start off with is you're clean. Oh. You're clean. Probably Matt. Uh. Cause you have you don't have like huge pieces, but you have individual. I I have a lot of individual pieces. Yeah, so. I mean, I got some big ones like. On yeah, on your forearms. On my forearms. But so go ahead and explain what you got. Uh, I'm trying to count. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so I got eight tattoos total. Um, first tattoo I got was on my 18th birthday. It's a Zuni bear. Uh, what is a Zuni bear? A Zuni bear is actually a... Uh, I don't know which native tribe it is. Not mine. It's not Cherokee. It's oh, so like, like it's out a, west. It's like, like a Native American like Arizona, Like Arizona, kind of. Okay, cool. Um, it, it's a very, like... So the meaning of a bear, like when it talks to spirit animals, like the spirit animal is a bear. Uh, Like bear has a lot of symbology towards like, you know, awareness to their environment, uh, symbol of strength, protection, you know. Very, like it it tells people about themselves pretty, a lot, right? Yeah. So like, I got it because it's pretty much like my totem. And I got it certain colors that it looks like actually the desert. So it That's has like sick. the 
Um, desert sand on the bottom and the sky on top. That's really has, cool. uh, turquoise bands going through it. Kind of represent the Middle Earth, like all that. Um, I got that because I was actually born out in Colorado in the desert. That's like, cool. That's cool. So. And I got a dream catcher in the middle for the hell of it. And then I have some dots in the sky with these clouds and it's actually memorial tattoos. People I was close to have passed away. Dude, that's fucking sick. Yep. My second tattoo is a puzzle piece. And I have it connecting with my mom and my sister. Um, the puzzle piece symbolizes for autism. Because I was diagnosed it too. And so... I got that for that meme, but also because it connects to family and all. So my mom has a puzzle piece that's blue, that's this same color blue, but has a black heart in the middle of it. And then my sister's has a black tet, black puzzle piece that has the heart cut out of it. Yo, that's trippy. That's pretty fucking cool. That's yeah. cool, but that's trippy. So right. we got it all matching so we connect, so I have the middle piece. Um... And also, the color blue represents like spirit, like high connectivity to spiritual, you know, realms and kind of transcendental and all of that. So it also has the meaning of like wisdom <coughs> and loyalty. So, would you say like your first tattoos uh, mean the most to you, or which one kind of is the biggest? The biggest one. Like, which one has the biggest story to you? The biggest story to me, oh, would probably. Probably be the puzzle piece, honestly. Yeah. The puzzle piece has the most depth to it because it has the meaning of family, and but also just a separate meaning for autism and the color and the meaning of the color and the words and all that. Um, others, it's just other stuff about me. Like the third one is the alchemical symbol for air. Like that's it. Because I'm a Gemini, I'm an air sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on my back I have an Om symbol with the Hindu elephant god Ganesh on it. You know, kind of, you know, mean the universal sound of meditation and unity. And the video Ganesh being the god of knowledge, wisdom, and, you know, foresight and intuition. And I also got my Salvador Dali piece. Um, that one is his elephant. Salvador Dali is my favorite uh, painter. He was realist. And pet artwork. Or not artwork. <laughs> Anteater. That's sick as fuck. But I got his elephant, and that one I kind of let my tattoo artist just do his thing on, and it came out really cool. And that was actually, that was the one I got when Manny got his first ever tattoo. Woo, and, yeah, that was, um, that scared me. <laughs> the one after that, I have a uh, bleeding diamond, that one, that had the meaning of indestructibility, but also something that can be broken on the inside, with a lot of depth. Because I was going through a hard time with my dad and all when he was dying. Right. And uh, then, so then I ended up extending that one and getting a uh, beehive <laughs> with some bees around it and making it look like. And it's supposed to be just a clear stencil, you know, just black, white uh, outline with, you know, a few different colored bees going around it. Just, you know, kind of make it look like trippy. Well, my artist was like. Let me do my thing, please. Like, I'll charge you a lot less for it. Um, as long, just let me, you know, let me put my headphones on. Let me do my thing. And I was like, all right, man. 
So he knows that I like surrealism, and he was like, well, we're going to mix that in with the sacred geometry. Came out with this. You got the honey dripping and all that. It looks almost real. Like, I mean, it's faded out. I got to get it, you know, touched up. But, you know, it's it still looks pretty fucking dope. So, like... And that one I love because I'm going to be extending it. I'm going to turn it into a sleeve um, eventually. Dope, okay. And then the last one, the most recent one I got is the uh, musical tabs. Well, it's the vocal tab. Uh, yeah, vocal tabs for uh, Simple Man by Larry Skinner. And that's a memorial tattoo for my dad because that was the song he wanted me to live by. And that's the... Um, and for a gift that he gave me, his last one before he, you know, passed away, it was the lyrics to Simple Man. And had a letter saying, you know, like, he was like, everything about this song is true, and I want you to, you know, be the man like that. And I was like, and I mean, I love Larry Scared, so I was like, alright, well, you know, he's a musician, I'm a musician, you know, like, what better way to kind of show off, like, tribute than to, you know, have that. That's what can say. So, and I've had customers, like, always compliment, like, compliment. They're always like, I like your beehive, or they see this one, they're like, I like the, that one you have. So, it's kind of cool seeing different reactions that I get. Matt, you missed something beautiful at work, though, today. If I may interrupt. Some chick that was super tatted up. She works at a strip club. Was wearing oh, some man. booty shorts. Dude, half of her ass is up. You saw her before? Mm-hmm. So bad. I see her all the time. Did you know Ned lives right by her? Mm-hmm. Like I was like Ned, why haven't you? You smashed her? like dude, she's bad. <laughs> Supposedly she got a boyfriend. God, strip club relationships. I don't get them. Like it. That would freak me out. I am very, very insecure in dating. So I'm like. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I trust this. Yeah, she's totally fucking lying. Yeah, that's why I don't do that. And that's why Ned needs to slide in. <laughs> Matt, you were gonna fuck another midget. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll go next um, because we were talking about. So my first tattoo was actually there's a song called um, "No Ordinary Love," is I'm pretty sure, um, and it's by the band Miss Mayfire. And for me in the world of metal especially, they were the first band that I really supported. So I've definitely, you know, listened to any and every metal um, playlist or whatever. But when it came down to, you know, that one band you choose who just amplifies everything you say, they were probably the first ones for me. So the lyric um, was literally, come back to me, love, I forgive you. Oh, how I've missed you. Every time you run, I'll be right here waiting. Uh, come back to me, Ooh. love. I hope you know I'm always with you, and I forgive you. And oh, I never knew it was like yeah. really around. Dude, yeah, I never yeah. noticed that. That's yeah, sick. and then the um, yeah, it's, <clears throat> but it's two of their songs, and it's just wrapped around. That's my arm sick like as that. fuck. But the reason why I chose that song is because to me, that's like the most important message of family. Is like, it doesn't matter how far you run away. It doesn't matter what you do, like. You're my family, and, you know, I'm not going to agree with your decisions, but, you know, I still love you. I'm going to forgive you, but just know that, you know, you have my support. Even if you are, aren't making the best decisions, just know that I'm going to help you through it. 
And so I have that. I have another set of lyrics going the opposite direction. So that way it kind of makes, you know, makes the wording a little more focused and uh, makes, there's not as much room left to do art. And that's what I wanted was I want full, like an, a full sleeve. Um, then I also have a lot of flowers on my arm. I have roses on my wrist and also on my upper right shoulder. And that's because I, I like flowers. Like, that's honestly about it. Fla <laughs> like, roses have looked so freaking dope. But I didn't want to be that stereotypical guy of, like, skull, clock, roses. And you know the exact tattoos I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I got six different style of roses. And in the middle, um, it's, an it's an ancient Roman symbol. And it's the letters for Rokai. Mm -hmm. Which, um, in history's sake, I think even religiously, I can't remember, he basically, uh, one of the, um, former emperors said he saw in a vision the Rokai, and he basically said that as long as you wear this symbol, uh, you shall not fall. And surely enough, at one of the biggest battles that they had, it was to conquer this land bridge, essentially. They went into battle, they painted the Rokai on their shields, and not a single soldier died. And so the meaning behind it is, in this, you shall conquer. That's fucking sick. Yeah, and so um, everything just kind of evolved from that, because I don't like... They're called kitchen sink tattoos, and basically it's just like the little small little tattoos that you just get because you thought about them. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a shamrock, or I'm going to go get... Uh, a pinup doll. It's, you know, it's it's little tattoos like that. I've never liked them. You gotta get some that's not the same as everybody else's got. Yeah. It. And uh, even my... Um, and uh, even my uh, main artist was like, oh my gosh, do I have to really do birds on you? I do birds all the time. It's like, yeah, but here's the reason why. And he was just like, oh wait, so my next tattoo appointment I'm having to add two birds onto there hey. because it's for every important person in my life who's passed that's fucking so, that's really cool mm -hmm. so I, yeah, um, also fun fact about the whole Memphis Mayfire thing I have their band logo on the back of my leg <laughs> dude, I wanna go see them again dude, they were so good oh uh, yeah, that last show was fucking nuts yeah, we, one of my dreams is to play a show with them like we, uh, yeah, we went up to Johnson City because they were playing at Capone's, um, and that was his first Memphis Mayfire concert. Oh man, it was. And it I was so lit. I had seen them like two or three times before that. That restaurant we went to up there, I can't. Remember oh yeah, that, that little diner. Yeah, it was so good. I can't remember it. It's Johnson City something, but, but it, it is a, a fusion barbecue and vegan restaurant. So it's fun. Yeah, like literally, you can get like. There's a menu specifically that has just meat, and another menu that just has vegan items. And so, it, the reason why I love that so much is it's not like traditional places of like, oh, we have vegan options. It's like, no, we have, we have legitimate vegan, vegan food. And I was like, how do you combine barbecue so, with that? It's so fucking good, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and because we had like one of the vegan appetizers, I think. Yeah. We had like the hummus and something. Yeah. It was very delicious. It was amazing. Dude, I fucking love salads, though. Mm -hmm. Like, when I lived in Knoxville, uh, man, I ate, like, 12 salads a day. Jesus. Yeah, man, like... You just, you're just you a leaf eater? I fucking love salads. Salad, <laughs> pasta, beans, and rice. That's If I could eat that for the rest of my life, I'd die happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... 
I mean, as far as other tattoos go, oh, this the big piece on my left arm. A lot of people don't understand it. I do, and Calvin I love and it. Hobbs. Yeah, it's Calvin and Hobbes. So, but it integrates all my favorite things. So, the reason why I resonate so much with Calvin and Hobbes is because when I was younger, before my granddad passed away, he gave me a stuffed rabbit, and I named him Junior, and I still have him to this day. Cool. Damn. So he's like my full connection to my grandfather. Um, but there was a certain art piece in the UK, and it was, I think it was called Calvin in the Tree or something, and it was just a simple picture, an oil painting of Calvin and Hobbes sleeping underneath this tree, and it sold for like $1.5 million, because it's like, they're such iconic characters, and it was such a beautiful piece of art. So I told my artist, hey, I want you to kind of, instead of using the tree on the in the actual piece, I want you to kind of freehand your own design. But it's them taking a nap on top of a hill that's overlooking some mountains. Now the reason why the mountains are so important is because of my photography background. I've been doing photography for about seven years now. Damn. And the two huge mountain ranges that are in the back are both mount or actual places that I've been to and taking photos of them. So and so cool. he just combined them together and made, you know, a perspective shot of Calvin and Hobbes kind of taking a nap over an entire valley. That's right sick on. as fuck. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm finishing up the sleeve by having the clouds um, from that scene go behind the birds and then right back into forming, like, the layer of gla- grass that they're sleeping on. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's going to be really cool. Calvin and Hobbes is, like, one of my favorite books I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like... I personally haven't read it. Uh, it's one of those things of... It's definitely comics. Like little Sunday comic strips. Nice. But they're so funny. <laughs> like, and it's, for the most part, they're super clean. Right. And it's just like that childish imagination that it's you like kind of forgot existed. Humor. Yeah. Like, nice. uh, one of my favorite ones was like... It was just simply... Um, Calvin didn't understand what beer was. And so, him and his dad would just watch the TV. And he's like... Hey, Dad, what time is it? Uh, you know, it's about 4.30. He's like, all right, it's Miller time, and just runs into the fucking kitchen. And Dad's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, that's the one that stuck with me. I'm just like, wow. But yeah, so most of my tattoos, it's I refuse to get just little ones. It's They're all pieces, and I want them to flow into this one big thing. So you're not done. You're going to keep going. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm basically going to be right, covered that's, in... That's how I am. So yeah. This is- See, I, start, I started my sleeve at the fingertips, and I'm starting my way upward. Yeah. Like, this whole piece right here, I got this when I was, I think, 19 years old. And this honestly ties in perfectly with the podcast, because, like, this uh, this is the Hardogram, and that is the band logo for a band called Him, uh-huh. and they're based off of uh, Finland. A lot of people get introduced to them by Viva La Bam or Bam Margera with skateboarding and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I got into the band, I was like 13 years old, dude, and like, I'd close my eyes and picture like the actual band itself playing in front of like thousands of people, and then like, I would picture me though, like, be the one singing the songs, and that's how I got into music and stuff. Mm, That's fucking dope. That's what I want to do. That's cool. And like, it was, it was crazy, man. Um... And originally I wanted to be a hip-hop artist, because being in New York, that's what you're normally surrounded by. Um, but it's actually going to be a Tree of Life concept piece, so like, that's why I got that little skull piece here, because the roots of the tree are kind of like 
go into my hand and stuff, work its way around. If this is gonna get covered up, because I'm gonna get this somewhere else. Wait, you're doing a tree too? Yeah, yeah. Sick. Tree of life. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm doing um, mine with my family's, uh, all of their signatures on Because, you know, the tree of life has the, the, the live part and then the rooted part. Yeah. The rooted part is gonna go into my hand to cover up, you know, to go intertwining with this piece. Okay. You know, to symbolize death. And then it's gonna cover up this part because I want to get this, you know, somewhere else in my body because it's also upside down. At the time I, I was a kid, I was like, "Man, I don't want to be able to see it." Now I'm like, "Man, I kind of wish it was like, you know what I mean?" Upside down. To where you could see it. Yeah, yeah. So, but then this is the Reaper. I'm drinking a cup of coffee because I was, uh, I was coloring, if you will. Let's just yeah. call it that. And. Um, as I, as I was coloring with my favorite crayons, I thought it would be pretty funny to get a Grim Reaper waking up really grumpy, drinking a cup of coffee, ready to go take somebody's, you know, soul. <laughs> and how, I mean, everybody has a Grim Reaper tattoo. Nobody has a Grim Reaper tattoo drinking a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that is so cool. It's just like, ugh. He's just chilling on his lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, I gotta go walking again. I gotta be in Casablanca at 3-5. <laughs> well, I mean, that's even the thing, that's the biggest misconception about the Grim Reaper was like, everybody thinks he's the soul taker. He's yeah. just walking you to your ne final destination. Yeah, he's dude. just like, hey, I'm gonna try and comfort you, but like, just know it... It's not gonna end well like, for what? you. Everybody, <laughs> everybody thinks that the Grim Reaper is this scary, scary dude. What if he's actually the coolest guy ever? I mean, like, watch Grim Adventures of Billy and Man. Dude, yeah. yeah. Nachos? Point in Nachos? <laughs> <laughs> nachos? Excuse me, George? George? Nachos? George? George? Hey, George? No, okay. It'd be pretty funny if, like, during the, during this whole podcast, what is you this hear one? a knock on the door, and it's like, you, you know, he does it in the voice, he's like, are you the, what, what is what, guys? Do you, I heard there were nachos in here. <laughs> are you guys the... <laughs> Are you guys the what the one guys? Uh, do you have nachos? Do I, do I have the hammer? <laughs> what is this thing new? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be perfect. I got to go poo poo! <laughs> poo poo! <laughs> so, so do that over the mic all the time and I'm just like what why <laughs> dude I, I got him good like oh the my. first time of that <laughs> fucking going up to the hot bar being like excuse me sir is this where the nachos are <laughs> he's, he's just like he just goes in the back and all you hear him is go geeking out like Bryce was just look at us like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> the funniest shit ever <laughs> I love he, like There's, every time we close with Bryce, he hates it's us. Because so oh. we we goof off so much, <laughs> but we get stuff done. Like we're very Gosh. efficient. I love that laugh. You like you, when it's just like almost you can't breathe. Like your yeah, guts right. hurt. Your oh, actually, like when you, fell, when you fell in the water. <laughs> 
God, that was the best moment ever. No, like, whenever I finally catch my breath, I'm such a screamer. Like, I'll be doing, like, the quiet pants of just, like, oh, trying to push out air. And then I just, like, freaking yell. I've like, the girliest scream ever. Like, high-pitched and everything. Because, like... I'm the kind That's of dude that, like, every, it's yeah. so awkward for me because everybody would stop laughing already. And I'll be that jackass that's in the back of the room 20 minutes later, like... <laughs> like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Like, uh, there have been times I've just literally howled from laughing. Yeah, we're like, you just feel like the Joker was just like uh, laughing gas, and yep. then you're just laughing for 30 fucking minutes, dude. It's and that, those are the best laughs, dude. That's like... Like, so <laughs> I mean, they think giggling is gay, but you know, it's very much very straight. So funny thing about that is, since we're gonna go, or we're still kind of on the topics of tattoos, Calvin, you got any plans in the future for them, or what's your views? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm thought, thought about this. He's gonna, gonna get gonna a gonna dick get right here. Tell me, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be flexing that wang. You should get a tramp stamp with a dab ring. Yeah, yes, <laughs> dude. I will pay for it too, bro. Team. You should just get right on your ass, G. I know yeah. some sketchy. I know some sketchy, really untrustworthy people that can do it too. They'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll do I, it for the experience. They'll, they'll I, it might look like a meth pipe, but I promise you. It's <laughs> gonna <laughs> they're gonna be using a uh, like a fucking used toothpick and like penning. Oh. No, but. Like, I thought about this since I was like eight years old. What the fuck? Uh, Did your balls drop when you came out of the womb? That's what I said. Oh, no, it's just because <laughs> I like, watched. Where? <laughs> I wanted to watch. I watched Mordecai and Rigby. Oh yeah, yeah. That one with the armpit one. Uh, oh Rigby. okay. But I, wanted, I wanted to get it like Rigby, then Mordecai. Like, okay. Sick. Yeah. That would be. Well, I mean, it's like, I will Regular say... Show is a pretty good show. And Cartoon Network came out with, like, those hidden gems, yeah. and everybody was still on the My Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. I mean, it's like, freaking Regular Show was amazing. The My stories made no sense, but, but they were regular. My Gym Partner's a monkey, though. Yes. Yes. Like that, that shit was lit. Um, Evil Kung Carne. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking codename Kids Next Door. Yes, that Next was Door. a fucking beautiful um, one. They did a crossover with Grim Adventures and Billy Mandy at the end. Dude... The original Ben 10. Yes. The Titans. God, the Omniverse Which thing one? The original. Okay. The original Teen Titans, not Teen oh, Titans bro. Go. Teen Titans. That was a really good show, too. That was Teen so Titans Go? Good. It was like childish um, humor, which the, like, puff, I had to be. Ami, the Puffy Ami. Hi, hi, Puffy. <laughs> yes. Puffy Ami Yumi. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know what exactly Dude, that. do you remember that show. old show, Code Lyoko? Yes. I'm that show is the shit. I have the Wii game Dude, of that. Dude, that was just yeah. a French anime, and they did so damn good on it. Mm. Yeah, so, like, was there any other kind of cartoons that kind of stuck out to you as far as the tattoo goes, or was it just Mordecai and Rigby so far? Yeah, you should get Homer Simpson tattoos. riding a lawnmower right across. If you, right here. You've had your turn to talk, Luis. <laughs> <laughs> they can be cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't get a kid. Oh. So it's just mostly those two? Yeah, then just a bunch of little ones. Okay. So kind of like the kitchen sink that I don't like. The dick. <laughs> Just random stuff. Where not, you can't tattoo a penis on him. On his... And on his... What would you call this area? It's not the weenus. It's, um... Your fleenus. Your fleenus. I hate your classes. Well, I'm sorry that you're bad with them. They're offensive classes. What do you expect? You're not an offensive person. You're a defensive person. Are you pretty bro? I like... 
Well, I'm offensive with the carbine. I just go kapat. Kapat. Uh, unless they're in the kitchen, I don't know where they are. I think they are actually in the kitchen. Take it. Alright, right. can I do mine, bro? Yes. Mason, what so is listen. your tattoo idea? I got a couple. So, I am definitely gonna get You Are My Sunshine for my grandparents. Right. Of course. I'm gonna get that probably. Right the here. phrase, or is it gonna be like. Uh, a it's gonna have a sun with the phrase from the song. Mm -hmm. And then. Because that reminds them of my sister, and my sister basically raised me when I was younger. Right. Because my mom was kind of abusive to me and my sister, but now she recognizes her ways and all that, but it'll always be deep in us. Yeah. But, uh, what's another thing about it? And then, under that's going to say, Here Comes the Sun, for the other song. Yeah. From, if you were from B-Movie, they kind of ruined that song for me. But. Yeah, B-Movie's <laughs> a lot of stuff. It slaps, but like that's when you're like really. Like, I love Jerry Seinfeld, but that that was. The only best part about the movie was the you like jazz part. And that was it. <laughs> you like jazz. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> but another one I want to get is a witch doctor. Do you remember? You know what those are? Oh yeah. All right, so half of his face is gonna be rotted off with like Ooh. parasites and everything, and then the other half is gonna have the mask, and you can see like the herbs inside of it. Yeah. And, and then he's gonna be kind of like, kind of like a. Avatar stance like with mm -hmm. both of his hands out and yeah. what the front uh, his whatever front facing hand he's gonna be on is gonna have a skull in there that's on fire but then the whip of it is literally gonna be a spell tome right there oh man so dude and then there's gonna be that and then on w one other tattoo I wanna get is a spaceman and he's gonna be clawing at his face cause he's gonna be his gas mask is gonna be broken and everything and that and that's gonna be a resemblance of when I tried to commit. Uh, is it Yakuza? Or no, the Yakuza is what you're thinking about. No, but it's seppuku. Seppuku. Yeah. Or everyone calls it Sudoku for some reason. Because they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but they try to do that. Yeah. But not literally that. If you catch my drift. Seppuku was some pretty intense shit. You no. had to have somebody cut off your head, so it yeah, was like, like there's no way an American could do that at to, this point. Because you had to dig in your stomach and do a zigzag. Yeah, yeah it was like, you dig, it. twist, push, and, and then somebody was like, just, nope. Yeah. But if you catch my drift, that's what I tried to do. Yeah. And it sucked. They put me on medication, fuck all that shit. Oh, well, I was going to say before y'all met me, like, I seem like happy and go lucky and everything, but. I heard about that last night when you were yeah. talking about it. Yep. Yeah, no, freaking. I was suicidal for like. It was like by the time I turned 21, actually, I realized I had gone an entire childhood, like 18 years, without my without my dad, you know, my grandfather. Same. And so I was just like, it finally, yeah. It finally no dad gang. <laughs> it finally caught up to me. I was just like, holy shit, I, I don't want to be here anymore. And so then, you know, getting the tattoos and just kind of changing my perception of who I want to be and everything, I was like, you know, these are my reminders of, all the shit that I've gone through and yep. how I can't do that anymore. And then it's, people look down on tattoos because, like, they're like, oh, it's staining your body, but it's always, like, those are stories. Like, some people will get them for just for fun, like, yeah. all that shit, but, like... There's nothing wrong with them. I just don't like them. Uh, like, that's a personal thing. Dude, what I want to go see is I want to go to... I want to go to Japan and go look at the Yakuza uh, people. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go see the doctor that took their skin off when yeah. they died. Dude. I want to go see that shit and then eat that beef over there. That's like the best beef. Oh, ever. Wagyu. Japanese A5 Wagyu. Yes. 
I bet you that shit's expensive too. Oh, it's very expensive. I'm gonna eat the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, it's it was what like three hundred dollars for like five grams or something like that. Like, like yeah, A5 Wagyu is expensive because if you think that Americans and like their children are spoiled, those cows they get massaged and shit. They get massages. They basically are the best cows ever treated in the world. Very well. Oh yeah. They're treated exactly like royalty because technically they are because that's going to be some of the leanest and best best They're relaxed. They don't even know they died. They just go to sleep. Yeah. Ah, It's lean. It's very marble. It's just super tender. Or fatty. That's that's what I'm thinking of because lean is more muscly and yeah. Yeah. I mean. Somebody say lean. I've tried it too. Yikes. What? What have you had? Like, every drug you've ever tried when you were... Yeah. Beer and flour. I'm fucking That's nasty it? with this team. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. Dude, I literally could not get past any flour without having a panic attack, so I was like, eh. I'm I mean, that's dead. even like uh, his friend was like, well, you need to be in a good mood to try mushrooms. It's like, I have depression and anxiety. When is that supposed to happen? I did mushrooms, dude, and that was scary, dude. And I'm just like, I just don't care for, like... Hard or recreational stuff. I'm very much like, my mind races too much for me to try and go under the influence of like psychoactives or something. So if I can just get dome with alcohol or something, I think you'd have fun with ecstasy. You'd have fun with ecstasy. See, that's what people tell me, but I'm also like, you done ecstasy. The ecstasy, I'm telling you, dude, that is probably like one of these. It, I know it's like not safe, but like it's the safest to do because all you really do is vent out to people and like it's have a not fucking safe, good time. But you, it's safe. You listen to music like the <laughs> whole fucking time. Every time I trip shroom, uh, ass with my buddy Joe, the one that was supposed to be here, but he flanked. Uh, we would always have fucking Call of Duty World War Two in the background. Yeah. And we just listen to it on repeat, and then after our trip was over, we'd hear it and we'd get really pissed off. Like, why <laughs> did we keep this on for fucking like six hours of the whole night and not even turn on a damn song? And yeah. it happened to us four times in a row, dude. Yeah, so I mean. Where am I going with this? My mind just blanked. I was watching him pick a loadout or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just. It's, one of, it's weird how, like. Tattoos are such a cultural thing, though. Yep. And it's great. I love it. Like, okay, this is actually kind of an interesting one. Which would you say is your favorite cultural style of tattoo? Japanese. Oof. That's a tough one. Mongolian. Oh, no, man. I like Maori. See, because there's, like, it, it depends on what you're trying to do with your body. Because there's different types of body portraits. You have the one that's abstract where, like, you know, there's just, like, not anything in particular going on, you know, which you see a lot of metal, you know, people with that kind of style. Even hip-hop artists, like, if you look at Waka Flocka or <laughs> MGK, this dude got Ew. a whole brick on his damn, you know, Yeah, uh, I think he did that for Pink Floyd's The Wall, though. See, so that's cool, but then they're like, there's extra stuff around it. It's not yeah. just one actual like. No, no, I'm not talking about them, like um, uh, individual people. But if you, but if you look at that, they're that each like different three. type of styles of art. Is what I'm trying to say. No, they are. I'm talking about like the bare bone traditional that's cultural I mean, like, tattoos. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me to choose because like I love them all. They're just so depending on how 
you get it done and how well the artist is, like, every style is good for depending on what your mood is for. Yeah. I mean, I will say one kind of cultural thing that has happened, especially with natives, probably in the past, like, 30 or 40 years, was song lyrics or quotes or something. Like, I'm not the first native to have, you know, this amount of sentences on my arm. And there was actually one guy I used to go bowling with, and we saw another native, and he had the same kind of style of tattoo. And he was just like, hey, come here a second. I was like, yeah? Is that a native thing, or what? why the hell do all of you have writing on there? It's like, I don't know. We like, we like reading, I guess. It's easier than just looking at pictures and trying to figure out what the picture is. Nice. You just read the sentence. I don't, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> There's a bug in here. It's chilling I, I on your princess. My, my personal because favorite would be traditional. American tradition? Yeah. No. I'm not. I've, my uh, sister like actually has. Other Jerry ones. I want to get um, George Washington no, riding a velociraptor so carrying the American flag. Uh, hey, we, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a bug. But then again, I also like Japanese traditional. Yeah. I've always one of my one of my goals in life is to get. Um, a, a poking tattoo. That would scare the Ava Eleven crowd. Are you talking about the one where they tap it and shit? Yes. That shit's yeah. painful right here. Yes, it is. You have to like do it on like your shoulders for it to be neck. like the less painful. Mm-hmm. She's gonna neck. sneeze and. <laughs> 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 you guys me, but the one that's going on my neck. Get ready for this. It's Am I about be, to hit you for it, it? No, you're gonna think this is clever. It's gonna be an inhaler. Club pink. Oh my god. And it's gonna have a heart behind the inhaler, and then the, a wrapped around the inhaler is gonna be a banner. And it's gonna say, It ain't easy being wheezy. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> so, do you want me to go get you Starbucks or like. <laughs> do, you, do you want. Uh, see, see, the your reason Uggs? why. Oh, you want me to go get your Uggs? But see, the reason why I want that is because, you know, when people see that, me being an asthmatic and also a metal vocalist. It'll show people that, oh, just because, you know, you have, like, respiratory issues, that shouldn't limit you to doing, you know, what you want to do. Because I'm not going to lie, man, after, you know, 40 minutes on stage, like, I can't talk to anybody. I literally have to take, like, 10 to 15 minutes to myself to use a nebulizer because I'm ready to just collapse from not being able to breathe. You know, it's, it's horrible. But then again, I also do it to myself because I also smoke cancer and... Yeah, you smoke, you really don't take care of your vocals, you... Hey, I take care of my vocals. I just don't take care of my lungs. Which, they intertwine. Yeah, I feel that I'm contradicting myself there. <laughs> I practice a, a shit ton, so I guess I... Pra I more yeah, so you can build yourself up to it, but like I there are actual my, I work proper... I my technique more than I yeah. would keep myself up. You know? It's... Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, that's kind of the one thing that's different between you and I. If I have to perform, I will. But I much prefer sitting behind the desk and helping people figure out what their sound is going to be. So I have to know the vocal techniques. I have to know, you know, the musicality behind it. I have to think about other stuff that you necessarily don't. Not It's not that you don't. You just don't know how to get to it. So whenever it sounds like I'm criticizing you or critiquing you, it's because... Oh, no, it's cool. It's, it's like... It's because I hear that stuff so many times from people. Hear what? About just like, uh, <laughs> here's a certain type of technique that I don't, um, I think I'm doing this right, but then you don't. You don't actually know the proper way of doing it. 
Which is oh, fine. Yeah. That's that's because I'm self taught. But that's yeah. the best, that's the best part about jamming with people is that oh. you get new knowledge. Yeah. And you learn the right way to do things and then you improve on your own you know, on your own thing. But here's the cool thing about music though, is that there is no right or wrong way to do certain things. Mm-mm. You know, depending on what you're doing, you know, you have music theory and if you want to go into music theory then there is a right and wrong way to do shit. But as far as like creating music, you know, that's that's your own, you know. You, you're Doctor Frankenstein, basically. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want, as far as that goes, which is really cool. That's why I love. I like working with people who are really structured and know what they're talking about because it, it makes me a better musician. Right. Yeah. So, kind of going along with the whole um, music talk, like as far as vocals go. Who influenced you? Like, what was like the one band that you were just like? What was it? Villavala. So, what about that guy makes him such a musical influence for you? Like, what started that? I uh, I personally started watching Viva La Bam on MTV, Uh and I got introduced to the band by my mom's ex-wife. And she would, uh, I think the first song I've ever heard from them was Drunk on Shadows. Mm-hmm. That was still very much on the verge of hip-hop and rock and roll. Because, you know, living in New York City and Queens, you're surrounded by the culture of hip-hop, you know, it's like... It could have flipped either way. Yeah, so I basically went towards, you know, where I am today, obviously. And I think a lot of that had to do with my move to North Carolina. But overall, the, the guy is just phenomenal. When you listen to him, it's like you can appreciate the way the albums have progressed throughout the years. Yeah. You listen to it in the 90s, and it's like, uh, you know, in early 80s, it's like very gothic-y and very punk. Mm-hmm. And then it, and the, the older he got, you know, the more punkier it got and the more poppier it got, which is cool. But for me, it's like it's the growth and the way he sings and just the way the guitar is too like it's so unique that you don't hear it in any other band that I've ever heard you know the way the guy's tone is it's yeah it's just pretty dope um, I'm also one for poetry mm-hmm. like, I love Romeo and Juliet you know the Shakespeare is one of my favorite writers and a lot of his songs uh, have Edgar Allan, Edgar Allan Poe and you know dark poetry writers involved in you know some of his lyrics I never relate to a lot of that okay um I'm a big, big fan of, you know, the Anne Rice series. Mm-hmm. So, just, just that whole early 2000s new metal goth scene is what, I, what really influenced me. And him being, you know, at the center of all of that, underground-wise, I think, you know, God, is what influenced me. Hi. Yeah. Um, I kind of... Which is really interesting. Because um, there's, like... There, Especially with your answer, there's no real way of saying this person influences me just because. It's like, there's always those little minor things that add up to why they're that yeah. such big of an artist for you. Um, would you say he's your most, like, influential artist, or is he just, like, the one who's... Oh, for sure. Yeah? For sure. Like, honestly, I... That, that's... We, we were having a discussion earlier when we were, we were having that cookout... You know, it's like, it's one of those bands where you can't, you could listen to them back to back for like, you know, a couple of days. And then you can literally go like maybe a year or two without listening to a single song by that artist. But as soon as you get just like a hint of that riff, you know, 
you know, a guitar riff that you've heard by them or something, like, you get into that little spew where, like, you listen to every fucking album by them. And it's, it's one of those bands, too, personally, that if I listen to a long song by them, I could listen to that album front to back. You know, same thing with Memphis. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis has so many great albums that I could just turn on and immediately not just go from one song to the next. I could just... You just get lost in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not even just Volo himself as a vocalist. Just, you know, like I said, like the guitarist has such a unique, you know, way that he... He tweaks his guitar sound that you know you don't hear it in any other band. It's like bands usually play out a lot of guitar tuning or like breakdowns and techniques and stuff, but this guitarist is just retarded. He's great. He's not the best, but I feel like he's definitely one of the most unique. Okay. Uh, I kind of feel like for me, as like one of the big bands that wasn't the main influence in my music or my life, but they really. Um, they were part of my emo phase. Like, that's probably the easy way of saying it. It was Pierce the Veil. Okay. Guitar-wise, drum-wise, I'm like... They're a great band. God, they're so good. Lyrically and range-wise, I was like, eh, it's kind of girly, but who cares? You know, it's... It's good shit. That's all I care about. Right, thank you. So, the amount of times I tell people, oh, well, you know, um, Collide with the Sky is one of my favorite albums. Because um, I've listened to that, I think, front to back you know, numbers upon numbers at times. Uh-huh. And then, you know, somebody will tell me, oh, why are you listening to them? Like, they're such a bad band and all this stuff. It's like, well, A, have you listened to the guitar work individually? Mm-hmm. How it's a lot more complex than people think. B, do you listen to anything that is above, like, a tenor or a baritone register? Like, because, you know, um, Kellen and Vic, in the world of, like... Um, rock, they have really high voices. That's kind of the, that was kind of the thing between the two thousands was, you have that heavy screamer and then your lead singer just sings ridiculously high, uh-huh. and that's what they were. But everybody else was like, oh well, they just sound like women. So what's wrong with that? Women have some strong vocals, dude. It's like what's what's the problem with a guy sounding like a girl? And him still being able to play guitar and everything. And he's like, well, it's just the fan base. So you like the band, but you don't like the fan base. He's like, I guess. Then just say you don't like the fan base. That happens with every group. Like, that's not a new thing. Like, um, I, I am completely anti I Prevail. Um, I'll be honest, their new album hit a lot. It's probably my favorite as far as all of their other stuff goes. But when they first came out around the time that they released that... Um, Taylor Swift cover. Uh huh. I just thought that they were a knockoff a day to remember, even when it came down to their artwork. You know, it's just. Yeah, I I heard a lot of stuff about that, but. And their fan base, I love them. You know, because you know there are a lot of the people that are like me that like a lot of the same bands that I do. But me personally, I feel like if you're gonna start a band, you need to be original and don't try to copy. You know, don't be a copycat. Don't be a biter. No, you gotta have your own thing. Yeah. But see, the thing with them though is like. There were, like, especially for this newer generation of metal and rockers, they were a great transition band. Even if you didn't like them, once you listen to them, you're like, oh, this is what metal could be. And it is super hype. It is tense. It is very drastic. Which band are you talking about? I Prevail. Okay. They're great. They're, in my opinion, they're the best introduction. Yeah, no, I love them to death. So whenever you said, like, I'm anti-against them, I'm like, 
Ah, what they do? <laughs> like, what did I miss? Uh, no, they're, they're they're great musicians and they're great guys. Um, just me personally, it was just the way that they started their career, and not, that's not even me hating. You know, they probably busted their fucking asses on that album, and you know the music that they created. How just their awesome. entrance into mainstream exactly. didn't sit well with you. You know, it's like okay, it's kind of like with me, Motionless and White. I feel like he's like a knockoff version of Marilyn Manson. You know, just slightly heavier. Yeah, I can see that. Down to the makeup, down to the music, the way he sings, you know, it's just... You can tell who whose people's influences are and stuff. That was such a fucking way. It's one thing to be influenced and then another thing to be a complete biter. Yeah. Know your own style. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't... like. I, I like to bring up Pierce Avail just for the argument's sake of, like... I like them! Who cares? I mean, you like what they're, you like. They're a good um, band, man. They're talented as shit. Yeah. Dude, their guitar riff slapped, too. Their drummer, man, stupid. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I know Mason, we were talking about this earlier. Kind of how... Did you ever have... Were you ever on the fence of, like, rock and hip-hop and which one you finally decided on? Or was it just, like... Dude, I'm underground rocker. Yeah? That's what so, you like Immortal Technique and shit. Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Army of Arrows. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking... Dope. Uh, Omen 13. Uh, who's another person I really like? Uh, God damn, I have so many. That's how they name them. So, mostly like, bones and shit, really. Like okay. Them. Uh, they got me through two good times. When I told Luis about, uh, what's it called? Uh, what was that band I told you? Devil's Trio. Yeah. Yes. I was pretty happy with that. But, uh... That was uh, when we were rafting that one time. Yep. Yeah. It's mostly like that, what I listened to when I was at work here at school. It's just stuff I enjoy when I go snowboarding. I love listening to that shit. I put it on my speaker and I just go. Okay. Like, Gets you hype. Oh, dude. I get so faded before I go. I smoke on the way. <laughs> dude, that's all you do when you go snowboarding. Last time I went, uh, it was me, my boy Matt. Not Matt for me. My old roommate Matt. Uh, before I moved here, we went and we mobbed up with like eight people. We all had like dab pens, points and shit. We were <laughs> smoking. Like even with some of the people that we knew. I went to school with these people back in middle school and uh, fifth grade elementary. Uh, they some people worked there and I smoked them out. And then all I did was just stay there the whole day and the whole night. My buddy passed out in the car, and I had to drive home. Boom! Um, quad kill. That was a nice quad. Boom! <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but another thing ah. to remember, it sucked driving because uh, I didn't know how to turn on my headlights. I thought the one where you switched all the way down was bright. So that was when I first started driving. Uh, and my mom's got, like, my old car. A lot of me too, but she took it away for some reason because she was a bitch back then. Yeah. But, uh, in reality, no type of music, it was good. I like those days, but childhood, middle school through high school years kind of sucked for me when my sister left, but mm-hmm. it was pretty lit. Uh, met some really cool people, now I met you guys, lived in Colorado, <laughs> met a lot of people. <laughs> You clapped that dude. <laughs> but 
Now I see life has a different meaning. Like, you only live this shit once. Like, why not just live it up? Yeah. Do what you can. So is that kind of what underground, or especially yeah, underground like, just yeah, kind of taught you? Was, yeah. Like, reminds you of, like, do shit. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it, It's what kind of keeps you moving. I don't moving. give a fuck who you vote for, dude. Yeah. yeah. I find that shit super. I think the power should be held by the people, not Oh, no, it should, because, I mean, everybody That's says... the Constitution was written for us. So. I mean, everybody says we're a democratic society, but we're a republic. Mm-hmm. Like, we have people doing this people shit have for us. People saying that we're kind of a communist society. We haven't hit that phase yet, but, like... A lot of shit's phasing towards it. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's scary. I mean, you know, the fact that there are so many of these bands and artists coming out, like... In the early 2000s, they were noticing it, and then they were saying their mind. It's like, oh, you're just crazy, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get to this age, you start listening back to their message, and you're just like, oh, shit. Uh, How old are you? I'm 23. You're not old. Damn, you're only three years older than me. Yeah, I'm not that old, but like... I thought you were like 25. No. I'll be 27 uh, in September. Yeah, he's older than me. Damn. But, uh, yeah, when we turn, like, when we all turn, like, 40, all the people, all, like, the racist people (laughs) will be dead, like, and then the world will actually make a change for stuff, but that's when we're gonna be, like, super old, so now we're gonna be, like, young, too. I just wonder what the music would be like whenever we're older, though, like, I feel like some shit's gonna stay, and, like, some people are always gonna enjoy it, and there's always gonna be mainstream shit for that. Yeah. Like, people are always gonna hear it, but, like, some people will die out, like, I know some of the old rappers will stop, like Snoop Dogg, he's gonna get old enough, like he'll probably put out like a couple songs like every month or so. He might do like Dre and just put out like compilations or Yeah, yeah, yeah. like old shit that they used to yeah. do like, they'll just find on their fucking disc and put it together. Well actually speaking of like older bands, um, and their music and stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the most slept on albums in the past five years, and I, I feel bad for not even realizing Blues Traveler. Yes, Blues Traveler is so fucking They good. came out with an album called Blow Up the Moon. Mm-hmm. This album has guest features on every single song. Damn. And my favorite thing about it is it's not just like, oh, well, we're going to have you like sing a verse and then go about your day and then we're going to do the rest of it. My favorite thing about Blues Traveler was they became the producers for this album and they were just like, hey, do you have an idea for this song? Oh, yeah, well, here's this. All right, we'll go ahead and write it. We'll back you up. And, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Because not a lot of bands do that. But, like, to me, the relationship between um, Sleeping With Sirens and Pierce the Veil, to me, is one of the healthiest. Because whenever they say they're going to do a feature for each mm-hmm. other, it's a feature. It's not like... Oh, here's this 20-word verse that I want you to sing, and I don't want you anywhere else on the song. It's like, that's not a feature. No. That's just you wanting... verse and shit. They have to be like half of your song to be a feature. Yeah, but uh, let me read you off some of the people that they worked with on this album. Mm-hmm. And each song is influenced in that same way. Mm-hmm. They got Hanson, mm-hmm. you know, 90s boy band group. Uh, they got Dirty Heads in Rome on two of their songs. Mm-hmm. So both of them, super island, super reggae. They got 303. Who's that? Uh, what? You don't know who 303 is? 
That was like Vans Warp Tour, like 2005 group. Yeah, dude. Like, I was five years old. I wouldn't miss. Like, they were basically, um, they were everybody's introduction into, like, hip-hop for alternative people. Mm. Like, an easy way of putting it is they were a amped-up version of 21 Pilots before they got big. So not as dark, but very party influenced. Uh, then they also have the plain white tees. They have Thompson Square, which is a you know country group and everything. Uh, they got Secondhand Serenade. Um, they got Jewel. They got Bowling for Soup for yeah, two of their songs. Bowling for Soup, hell fucking yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's just like this album is so slept on. It's literally a full hour of songs that were influenced by these groups and they just said oh well you guys write it and we'll just play along with you it's like how has this album not gotten awards how is this album so slept on and it makes me upset because it's so freaking good <sighs> yeah that's my mini rant for <laughs> the night but yeah so aside from underground and aside from kind of like the minor rock influences mm -hmm. Is there any one artist who just sticks out to you? Like, just absolutely, you would claim as your goat? He said your goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude, I have something. Who is your Cthulhu, if you will? Young Gravy. I'm gonna need you to leave my house right now. What's <laughs> wrong <laughs> with him? A lot. Hey, no, 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 no. Oh my god, dude, every time. Who's There's your literally one song. No, literally, there was one song that pissed me off so bad, I punched my roommate for showing it to me. Mm. Because in his own song, which is a radio hit, mm. he got off tempo during his verse. Twice. What song? I can't remember the song because I erased it out of my head, but I know he did it. What? Are you talking about Red Thought, Blue Thought? It might be, but there's literally one part to where he's rapping, and he has no idea where the beat is. Like, he gets so off-tempo. Yeah. Him? Or Afro Man? Afro Man is pretty fun, though. Yeah. Uh... I know most of his songs, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh... Ah, uh, dude. Bones is a good one because I always listen to him till the day I die. Like, I want his song 4x4 played at my funeral. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's another thing? Uh, wow. I ran out of ammo, dude. Uh, dude, I was kicking ass for a second, bro. Uh, Trippy the Kid, you probably all have never heard of him. Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard of him, man. No, Trippy the Kid? Um, I thought you were talking about Trippy Red. No, Trippy fuck the Kid. Fuck Trippy Red. Yeah, I don't like Trippy the Kid. He's a piece of shit. He is. He's a tool. But, uh, yeah, that's a really mine, I would say. Because Trippy the Kid, he has a few some fire songs, dude. I used to get really fucking high on some new songs and, like, just vibe. Because I had my room full of RGB and everything. Mm hmm. And I would sit back in my bed and just chill the fuck out and pass out. That's how you do it, bro. <laughs> I really like the little music, too. Me? Oh, yeah, I do like some of his songs. I, I like some of his songs are pretty fire, like when you game. So. But I like him a lot better because now he's fat. Who, <laughs> Uzi? Good. 
Yeah, so what about you, Calvin? It kind of sounds like you two have a similar taste in music. Mm-hmm. I've showed him many songs. Was there one certain artist that's just been like stuck out to you so far? Afro Man. <laughs> now, who is he? I've never heard you, of him. Are you joking, no, bro? I'm dead serious. I've never heard of him. You ever heard the song Colt 45? Oh, God. Or because okay, I got never mind. The whole D12 and, you know, Terror Squad unit. Mm-hmm. Th- those rappers are fire. Yo, Grizzly got some bars. Oh, dude. Matt oh, spitting fucking bars <laughs> about Sam's eyes, dude. That was funnier than shit. <laughs> Matt, it's just one of those things of, like, you two get really high. Just some random beat comes on and you just start going in. And I'm just stuck in there listening like Dude, I'm not gonna join in right now. She Oh my god. She We can do one right now. I need I need a shot. He's a, I need a shot. We need two. Do one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink, but I'll do this. Let's play rage. Oh yeah. Fucking fire ads. Did she ask? Yeah. You should have played God in the podcast. I hope you know I'm not editing this out. Like, whatever happens is on y'all. Oh, I know. AIDS. You already have Does anybody want a pop chart before Calvin eats them all? No, I don't like this dude. Speed makes me want to cut myself. <laughs> Too dark. That was funnier than shit. <laughs> Listen, man, I have a dark side of you, man. I grew up like that with my family. Every one of my family's an asshole. I'm very good at this. What the fuck are you keep searching me about? Alright, Luis, you got some bars. Really? But well, I gotta go first. Cause he's a G. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Cause why? Cause he's a G. Oof. 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 He said I'm a G. But we just know me. Cause they call me the plug. I guess I'm about to stick it but I'm about to bust the nut. Then I'm gonna go out the door. These bitches know I got a couple of whores in my left. Everybody know I keep a motherfucking vest in my chest. Cause these niggas call me the best. But guess what? I'm just rocking the daps. Motherfuckers know I stay rapping and attacking these beats. Ooh. Motherfuckers know I'm rapping on some instrumentals. Going up for the fucking dope piece. Motherfuckers know I keep a nine in my pocket. Motherfuckers know they can't even knock it. Look at Nanny second on this food. I guess he's in the fucking mood for some munchies. I got a couple of groupies in my room too. With some Molly. Motherfuckers know some trees. Motherfuckers know they around me. Uh, better bust it off. Motherfuckers know mess about the fucking bust it off. Talk about rapping motherfuckers that was gonna go win then 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 go fucking smoke some lesbians in the back room call the shit in the fucking porno room what he's gonna do boom boom cut the broom sit back and fuck you too uh oh fucking yeah, man yeah, that was cool. oh, yeah, 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 yeah i'm 
That was I, pretty bad. I gotta quit my rap game now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he switched up that beat too. Uh, that was clean. Are you wait. done now? Wait. Now that I have to suffer through that. Come on, wait. Matt. Oh God. Right half athlete. Every single athlete. I've been feeling like an athlete when I bunch of 180. Just kidding, man. Can't bench anything but the bar in. Cause I'm fucking weak, I'm weak, man. They call me a nymph, I'm a caveman. But I keep it real, keep it on damn. Every single day, I be driving my mom's van. Cause I think that I'm cool, but I'm 25. Just kidding, man. I'm really just fucking high. I'm 26 Ooh. years old, really high. But every single day, I be running high. Then I gotta go and keep it in a running hide. From my skeleton's my closet. Every single day, I be getting off track. I begin off tempo. I be smacking that back. I be coming to work and giving that Mac to bitches left and right. Except that one chick in the back who has this fucking second teeth. She be sitting in the back and looking at the schedule, but she never be helping because she's on to production. That's right, because you be doing our sandwiches. She be making fucking egg salad too. Actually, because she's a motherfucking looking ass Jew. Just because she ain't no motherfucking Jew. She's from Florida, but that's true too because she's an inbred man. I tell you true. She has a fake boyfriend in Alaska every Saturday of day. She be whacking him like Carol Baskins, but just kidding, man. She be whacking him, mopping him in the head every single day. Be going off. She be coughing. She be gargling. She be gawking every single day. I be coughing because I'm dabbing and I'm rocking. Got a milli rock, got a milli watt every single day. Got to get the pop, fucking pop the neck every single oh, no. day. That was fire. Oh my god. Who the fuck are you talking about? Are you talking about Lil Hilly or are you talking about uh... Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to live with. I just hope everybody realizes that. I want, I want That's not the first time. Listen, that is far from the last time either. I never remember what I rap either. I'd just be going off in a dome. And see, that's the one thing I, I was never. Just saying, I was just saying whatever the fuck was. Well, so that's the whole, one of the reasons why I don't. I personally don't like freestyle is because it's like you just say shit and then it's like, oh, well, can you repeat it? We need to record that, huh? I can't. Like, you like, fuck. I can't sometimes if I if I like. <clears> I just have to shot. think really hard about. Well, technically, yes. Only a fraction of your no, we're not doing that again, Matt. Come on. No. We need to get back on topic. The fans like these raps. This is musical. There has nothing been proven about that. Oh man. This is definitely Good musical job. influence. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Come on, this is like Hispanic sounding. Uh, what? He's not even. Bro, I'm not Hispanic. Ashley's like asked how much like a kitten, like kind of special kid to play to play to. Burrito, taco enchilada. Okay, we're done. You need to fucking stop. Jesus, Luis, take his phone, please. I'd be doing ecstasy. I'd be popping that smoke. I'd be smoking a line, snorting, find a lot of coke, and I go really hard because I'm feeling like a bloke. I gotta drink a monster because I'm a fucking bloke. I'd be chopping. I'd be British and I'm feeling like I'm mopping. Put the floor of these blood on these niggas every single day. Gotta keep it real, and I say, cause I'm feeling like a sway Lee. Just kidding, man. I be rapping better. I ain't mumbling. I be sounding wetter, cause I be getting bitches wetter than the Chesapeake. I say, open sesame, and she squirts. Every single day, man, it fucking hurts. I be getting rash on my fucking girth. Every single day, you call me the girthquake, cause I'm fucking slapping all the cake. Slap, 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 slap. In the cake, and I'm slapping that bake, cause I be making enough fucking lasagna bake, and I'm going hard. I be eating all the time, I be smoking on the bottom on the dime, and I be spending all my money on fucking weed, and never buy any groceries, <laughs> cause I'm fucking lazy, and I'm high. 
but I'm gonna fucking die from a heart attack cause I'm fat. Just kidding man, I'm a cool cat. Got nipples the size of pepperoni. <laughs> Don't fucking matter, man, it's hairy. They call me monkey tits, cause I be saying ooh ah 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 with the fucking hair that surrounds it. Just kidding, that's on my butthole. Just very bad. <laughs> okay, you're done. You're fucking done. This is like little dicky rap. <laughs> you're oh, done. Beautiful. Okay, Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm done for the night. <laughs> I live with this. Come on, you gotta admit that was no, some that fire was, shit. I don't fire. care. That was fire. Bro. It was fire. This is supposed to be it a was, podcast, not your hidden talents. Jesus it was Christ. Self-deprecating no. rap humor. <laughs> That's literally me. Alright, everybody damn. You think that was good. Alright. Was it really? That yeah. yeah, yeah. That was pretty fire. There's some parts that. that <laughs> fucking white people. So obviously, hip hop is a very prevalent source with all of your lives. Yeah. Why? It's fire. I don't know, something about the beat, man. It's like if I feel like I can just kind of say. Whatever and make it rhyme. I can't when you say like, some bad shit. I feel like you get hyped. Yeah, yeah, high key. That's all it is. It's like it's like that thrill of being like, oh shit, I just said some, I just fucking roasted. You'd be bitch. like, damn, bro, that's long. You're like, I need to record this. Rap out a little Wayne. <laughs> oh man, I I feel like I would lose. Nah. You should rap. I, I feel like rap if, I, if, I, if I was to work on my on my no, I'm not that on that Eminem level. <laughs> if I was to work on my rap career, I definitely feel like I'd be able to be successful. Would you go ever go for Eminem? I wouldn't want to go against him, but I think I would want to be signed. Dude, I would love to collab with him. Yeah, for sure. I would never want to go against. If him. If I were that good, hell no. <laughs> this this man Eminem was. See, what, what people fail to realize about Slim Shady is that Ethan's on. he is one of those rappers that was around before, you know, the internet was around. So he, he was around around the time of actual battle rap, you know, when people were actually getting together and battling each other with intelligence and, you know, and crazy, crazy wordplay. And that's what makes him such a good lyrical artist. <laughs> God, you're such children. <laughs> no, you don't fucking want to. No, man, you gotta do this. This fucking. Hold up, hold up. This podcast has devolved into something. I have no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> I know you were going on something great, but then Mason just decided to call his friend a faggot. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I don't. You know, hey man, I put a heart in there, so it did not mean. Some, sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> Like, see, here's the thing, too. We're not meaning, like, a gay guy. You know, if you're gay, but I mean, suck that dick, bro. You know? What we mean by that is, like, the bromance term of faggot. Like, if I was to walk up to Matt at the grocery store, I'd be like, what's up, faggot? You know, like... And what's weird is that girls don't do that. Girls are like, you know, they'll talk shit. They'll talk shit about a girl all day long. But as soon as you get around them, (laughs) they're super fucking friendly. Guys are super mean to each other, but they know that it's out of love. You know, which, which, which is fucking weird. You know, you're not going to see some girl go up to another girl in public and be like, Hey, what's up, you cunt? <laughs> I mean, unless they do, I don't know. I'm oh. <laughs> How high are you guys right now? I am fucking uh, stoned. I, mean, I haven't even taken another dab yet. Mm. I'm I took a sizable piece of it. Uh, what time do you think it works? Six? 
I have to be at work at 9.30. I gotta be out of the house by 7.30. 12. You have, dude, if you fall asleep at like, literally when it reaches one, you still have like seven hours of sleep. Do what? You still have like seven hours of sleep if you fall exactly at one. So if you get off a podcast in about 30 minutes, you'll be fine and have enough sleep to be able to get enough sleep so you won't your eye i can't let hear a word you're saying your eyes are so red i know listen i'm very high i'm tired it literally (laughs) looks like you're using blood as eye drops yes what that sounds so painful it literally looks like your pants i fuck you till you bleed and his pants tears as lube oh shit i need fuego oh my god (laughs) it's so nonchalant this Everything was fine until you guys decided to start rapping. No, man. Come Come on. <laughs> we spit that fire. We're shameless here. I, I, I was horrible. You, it's a TV show, Matt. Hey, we're Quit trying to copy it. What? What's a TV show? You literally just said live your life shameless. That has been your quote for the past like three days. It's got to be shameless, man. Okay, so you're good. It's a good TV show. If you haven't watched Shameless yet, guys, go on Netflix and watch it. I'm on the 10th season. It's an excellent show. It's funny. It's sad. It'll make you cry. It'll make you happy. It'll make you nut your pants. It'll make you do whatever you want to do except for murder. You know, it's a great time. I think we're done for the night. I think we've devolved this way past our topic. This episode was brought to you by the show Shameless. No, it wasn't. Featuring Lip Gallagher. <laughs> I have to edit this shit out. We're not allowed to make claims like that. Bring back Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Copyright infringement. All rights belong to the show Shameless. Or if you had a dream, what would it be? Like, if you had a dream wish, what would it be? What? If, if I what? If you had a dream and you could make a wish that would happen in real life, what would it be? Um, this podcast went in. I would oh. want to have sex with Sasha Gray. Okay. Have the ability to have sex with any girl I want. Uh, that's called rape. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 this is one that I chose to have sex with does this for a living. Mm. But I mine would be unlimited uh, episodes of Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Every time it was a new episode. See, you went into something innocent and wholesome. Nah, dude, and I'm always. I miss that show <laughs> so much. Dude. I watched it probably like three months in a row every episode when I came back. Dude, regular show was live, but dude, Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy always hit home to me. I miss that show. Alright, good night. Good night. Oh, good night. <laughs>